You're listening to the High Heel Hustlers podcast with world-renowned high-performance business coach, Ashling Smith-Vance. You'll hear career-changing coaching strategies and the motivation, mindset, and marketing secrets that success-focused, high-performance female executives use to align their purpose with their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. And now, without further ado, please welcome your coach and mentor, Hustlin and Heels, it's Ashling Smith-Vance. Hello and welcome to the High Heel Hustlers podcast. My name is Ashling Smith-Vance and I'm delighted to be your host. Today we are on day three covering the Tony Robbins Comeback Experience, the Comeback Challenge that I attended last week. I was one of over 400,000 people around the world who tuned in to this free event, this amazing free event from this amazing man. Now, if you haven't heard of Tony Robbins, I don't know where you've been hiding, but um, you could go back to episode one in this series to get a bit of an insight into who Tony is and the kind of impact that he has had on people around the world. He is certainly not the father of inspiration, nor is he the father of personal development. However, to modern day generations and to many, many people around the world, he is what personal development represents to him. And he does a damn good job at sharing it around the world. He's absolutely phenomenal. He's one of the most inspirational people in the world and he has helped some of the most inspirational people in the world. He's worked with rock stars. He's worked with famous actors. He's worked with American presidents. He's worked with sports stars, everybody and anybody. And tens of thousands of people attend his live seminars that run for days and weeks around the world every year he's phenomenal and he is inspirational and I'm just delighted to have a chance to share this knowledge with you um and on this day three Tony focused on how to master your relationships which is of course something that we all have in common um not necessarily saying that a relationship accounts for the relationship between a man and woman or a woman and a woman or a man and a man it's a relationship between all of us not just in a loving relationship a marriage or a partnership it's a relationship between us and our parents us and our children between us and our friends and our siblings and so on and forth the quality of life equals quality of relationships our greatest evolutionary advantage as human beings is love <laughs> our relationship is the place where we get the most pain and pleasure in our lives how many would you of you would agree with that as a child we get loved for nothing in the beginning as a baby you can do no wrong because of the oxytocin that our parents have for us. You can look like an alien and your parents think that you're the most beautiful thing in the world. But then eventually it wears off. And as a child, we just get loved for nothing. And then sometimes we get ignored as we get older and sometimes we get beat and sometimes we get unloved. And one of the worst feelings in the world is craving the love from someone who you love that doesn't love you and this is where problems begin in people's lives 
in the beginning, people would do anything for their partner. In the beginning of a relationship, that is. Then people get comfortable in relationships and expectations get in the way. And then we set expectations and generalizations are set and relationships change. And then we all change and we grow within it, but we expect it should be the same as the beginning, which was exciting. And we would do anything for our partners, but we've changed and they've changed and our circumstances have changed. And quite often we don't account for the change. And we don't acknowledge that we've changed. We think they've changed. We point the finger. (laughs) Tony showed us an amazing intervention with a couple who had been married for 40 years. And they were considering divorce. They couldn't understand what was wrong. It was interesting because one party thought that it was all the other party's fault. And the other party thought that it was all the other party's fault. But of course, they're pointing fingers, which is often the same, but not communicating within the two parties. So Tony asked a number of questions. What do you want? What part have you played? What do you want? What patterns are you running? Tony went on to explain that relationships don't end from a lack of love because particularly in this instance, both parties were very, very much in love. And they were at the cusp of ending a relationship, ending a marriage, a sacred marriage that they had had for many, many years because of a lack of polarity. A lack of polarity. So the relationship stressors that Tony went on to talk about are loss of attraction, which is often known as depolarization. The only difference between an intimate relationship and a friendship is intimacy. So it's polarity that creates the intimacy in a relationship. And once there is a loss of attraction or depolarization, that will stress on the relationship. And then of course, irritation, frustration, emotional stacking and stonewalling. If you stack all of these negatives onto each other, if you allow negative feelings to pile on one on top of the other, on top of the other, onto the on top of the other, eventually you're gonna blow, right? And then your partner's like, Whoo, what's up with you? What happened? But because you're not communicating and you're not sharing your feelings as you go. And when something happens that is irritating you and that you don't agree with, it's causing this stacking of negativity. Intimate relationships don't end because of a lack of love. They end because of depolarization. It's really, really interesting. Another key point that Tony shared was you can't influence somebody when you're judging them. When the mind takes over a situation and the analysis of a situation instead of the heart, we start to judge our partners. 
But what we need to do instead is step into the other's experience and see what's going on from their perspective. That's interesting, right? We need to step into the other's experience and see what's going on from their perspective. Anytime a relationship is approached from the head, it's dead. It needs to be from the heart. Tony then shared the four auras of a relationship. Your models of the world are different. The four auras are one, resistance, two, resentment, three, rejection, four, repression. There was a bit of a joke that I heard one time. When should you kill a monster? When it's a baby <laughs> so it doesn't grow to be a monster it's where communication comes into it you need to get to the negativity within a relationship when you're at the resistance state before you go down the word go down towards resentment rejection repression when you get to the point of repression where there's no connection and you're just barely surviving with each other. It's gone too far. And your models of the world are completely different. You need to approach that relationship when there's the beginnings of resistance. Because you were attracted to each other once upon a time. In the beginning of the relationship, you had polarity that attracted you to each other. And the state of the union is about being in state. So... In part day one, we talked about what it is to get into state. And I uh, work with my one-on-one -on -one clients very much about getting into state. By creating a state, by anchoring feelings that they want to feel in particular situations. When I'm working with my clients to help them to be successful in business and life. Is anchoring a feeling that will help them to feel empowered and strong and driven and excited and at peace when they need it. So whatever that state is that you need to have, we need to work together to anchor it and to anchor that state so that you can call on it when you need to. You think that you're in a relationship with the person in front of you. But you're not. You're in a relationship with yourself first and foremost. How do you feel about yourself? It's that good old um, saying that they have in airplanes. Not necessarily saying, but more of an instruction. So you have to fit your own mask first, right? If you're at war with yourself it's absolutely impossible for you to share your love with somebody else if you don't love yourself first first and foremost you must love yourself and then you're in a position to share your love with somebody else so whether you're in a relationship or you're not in a relationship you need to learn to love yourself first 
Um, some of the really important things to do, I guess, there's, there's loads of tips when it comes to relationships. But um, for those that aren't in relationships, how do you get into relationships? And I guess if you talk to people that you know, I know personally a lot of my past relationships came from and through work or through social um, clubs that I was involved in or knew people through. That was, um, you know, predominantly how one met people. Um, so how do you get into a relationship? It's proximity. What keeps you in a relationship? It's proximity. So if you guys don't spend too much time together, if you're not in proximity to each other, well, it's not necessarily the best thing, right? The most important thing to the other human in a relationship is they feel that they are the most important thing to you. Have a think about that. Is that what you feel the most important thing in the relationship is about? In all honesty, I believe that we can all say that. We need to have courage and faith. They're important factors in a relationship. Willingness and receptivity. Willingness and receptivity to see our part and to take responsibility for our parts. They only work from the heart. Relationships don't work from the head. They only work from the heart. We need to take responsibility. 100% responsibility. Tony and his beautiful wife then talked about a ho hona pana, which is a Hawaiian term. And it's a saying that uh, this couple in the intervention started to say to each other. And they recommended that this is something that you should always say with your partner if you're having a moment of disagreement or if you're in a position where you need change. I'm sorry, I love you. Please forgive me, thank you. I'm sorry, I love you. Please forgive me, thank you. I'm sorry, I love you. Please forgive me, thank you. And repeat it over and over again from each other, from the heart, until you can see it being spoken through each other's eyes. Marriages need at least five positive messages to one negative messages in order to survive. So, if you're not in a relationship, or maybe even if you are in a relationship, here's a really good exercise to test and to try out. Write down everything you want in a relationship. Make a list of all of the things that you want to have in a relationship. Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing, make a list of all of the things that you don't want in a relationship. And the third thing, write a list of who you have to become to attract the person that you really want. That's three lists. List number one, 
Write down everything that you want in a relationship. List number two, everything you don't want in a relationship. And list number three, who do you have to become to attract the person that you really want? Because believe me, if you're creating the most magical, amazing person in the world, and you think that you can stay who you are in order to attract that person to your life, we're going to have to make some changes. Remember what I said in yesterday's episode, if you're not growing, you're dying. You need to be evolving all the time. We are creatures of evolution. We need to be constantly growing. We need to be constantly growing. I hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast on relationships. Relationships is interesting. It's one of my favorite things. Love is so important. Love is so important for our lives, for our happiness, for contentment, for our evolution, and of course, for the evolution of mankind, right? I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode, and I hope that you can see your part and the part that you need to play in creating amazing relationships in your life. Looking forward to bringing more feedback and more insights into the Tony Robbins seven day event comeback challenge tomorrow on tomorrow's podcast. I've been Ashling Smith Vance and you've been awesome. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. <laughs>